Wake up in the police state. Go to bed dead. Oh. Wake up in the police state. Go to bed dead. Satan rules the earth. For now, anyway. But we're not going to accept that, are we? You're just going to have to realize some people are going to be cannon fodder in Australia. It's going to be hard without guns. But they're going to have to do it. Yeah. A jack boot in your face. It's the dwarf of flesh. If you think that you voice. Enemy number one on TV telling you what to do. It's the dwarf of flesh. If you think that you voice. It's the dwarf of flesh. If you think that you voice. It's the dwarf of flesh. If you think that you voice. Greetings in the name of the Most High. Well, gosh, you know, <laughs> just a, a couple of days and things have gotten a lot worse. And they continue to get worse every week. And uh, in a direct line. Now, when are you going to turn it around? <laughs> um, that's the uh, question. It, it's, you know, I've, I've been, you know, <laughs> sort of biting my tongue, you know, not saying some things because, you know, I want to give peace a chance. I, you know, a lot of people uh, are calling to do this thing peacefully. Okay? And I have a hard time watching the state murder people. And, you know, everyone now knows, <clears throat> you all know, probably now, we didn't before. I didn't know anyone that had COVID before. Now, I know people and I know dead people. And I know one that right now, close to us, who foolishly went to the hospital and we're worried that she's not going to make it back out. And the news hit me so bad. I see how God kind of protected, you know, she wasn't here. She was a, she works for us. She's a, you know, housekeeper and, you know, we've known her, I don't know, 13 years or something. And uh, she's a lot younger than us. So she's got a lot of energy to run around and do stuff. And, you know, just basic kind of helping, you know, with the cleaning and different things that we need. Uh, you know, helping with the interior of the cars when the, when the dogs shed all over it and, you know, it gets all that hair. And so she's kind of, you know, been a real invaluable trusted help. But when this COVID came, 
you know, she complied. She got that first jab, and then Trish was just really, and I know she only speaks Spanish, and, and I realize, and we speak a little bit of Spanish, but not enough to really get through to her. But I, we, we have a friend, also a helper, but also a friend here that, that uh, works for me on occasion, and he's built like garages for me, you know, done some really nice things here. And we see him um, every week. He's, uh, you know, like like doing, you know, maintenance outside and, you know, just kind of keeping the thing from encroaching all over, you know, the, the growth. And um, so anyway, I know he told her because when she got the first jab, we were also, we were worried about the shedding here, you know, and then Trish, when she first got the jab and then she worked here, Trish got a nosebleed. She never, you know, she very rarely have I seen her have a nosebleed. Maybe, maybe it just doesn't happen. And she got this terrible nosebleed right off the bat. It was like shedding, a shedding nosebleed. Other people have reported the same nosebleed issues when being around the vaccinated. And might as well say it. The vaccinated are dangerous. And they know this, and Biden knows this. And that's why he's saying this is a, you know, a, a pandemic of the unvaccinated because he wants everyone to die, basically, because they're moving in the, you know, the new people for replacement. So they don't have a lot of time. Now, I'm going to tell you the absolute truth, okay? You know, not, not conspiracy truth or not, you know, like um, truth or truth or anything like that. I'm just going to give it to you straight. The vision I had in 2004 is exactly unfolding today. It is God's judgment against the United States and against the people here that the people here be replaced. And I have stuck with that vision and that word for all these years. And now, and finally, 2021, not really that long after receiving that vision, and the visions are accurate. I mean, you know, it's 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 scary some sometimes that we have. You know, anyone can have a vision too. You know what I mean? I mean, I was in a position to utter it. I can't tell you when in two thousand four, but I think I repeated it a few times, and even after that, in succeeding years, I repeated it. The fact of the matter is, it was uttered way, way before this happened. The, and when we had a lot more listeners, because I kind of went underground, you know, now I'm uh, strictly for the experts. I'm not for the masses. I'm strictly micro right now. Intentionally, not on YouTube, on a few platforms here or there, if you can catch me. A lot of people think the Zeph Report went out of business. And it sort of did. It went through kind of a transition of... of um, you know, kind of like, sort of, you know, like, do we need this? And we're trying to fly under the radar. But YouTube YouTube was, you know, taking off, you know, 50 hundreds of, uh, you know, uh, you know, calling everything bad that we were doing. And they're just stripping them off our site. So we had to, we had to basically, you know, I made the decision to, to leave YouTube that we don't need it because they were banning me completely anyway. And I would be, you know, so there's no point in putting in contending anymore. So that ended that. And I don't intend to go back because I don't, I don't respect YouTube. I don't respect the people behind it. 
I absolutely love them. They're Satanists. Can we say this now, finally? They used to laugh at me. What you're seeing is literally the rise of Satanists who said they were atheists. But they're not. Ha, 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 ha. Joke's on you. And they want to bring about, you know, hell on earth for humans, which is, you know, a satanic thing to do. Mass death, depopulation, but even worse, genetic mutation and hybridization uh, under AI, which will make humans into slave robots. I know that sounds very next level and very, um, you know, not to you guys maybe, but I mean, sounds very sci-fi. But it's not sci-fi at all. It is the plan to use what's in these vaccines now which is, you know, nanobots and all kinds of metallic stuff, you know, as a prelude to the, you know, quantum dot tattoo, which is, you know, ready to go. They just have to find a way to roll it out. That's the real uh, ID, the tattoo ID, and that's what you could call the mark of the beast. Now, I did say this is not Satan's time, but when that thing rolls out, we might have to re rethink that. And I might have been, a, you know, I might, I might not have been, yeah, I might have spoken a little too soon by saying this is not Satan's time. I mean, they're trying to make it Satan's time. And I, I kept thinking, though, they, 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 I know they had the plan from 2021 to 2030 is when it was going to be implemented, right? They're going to depopulate by now. Now the word is 6.8 billion, is what they want now. They they only wanted about ten to fifteen percent at first, around a billion, okay. But now it's up to six point eight billion suddenly. So now they've jumped the shark again, and you wonder, well, is this Satan's plan, or is this man's plan, trying to appease the gods? Well, the gods have said to them, you know, the satanic gods with the you know the pantheon of gods with the big guy Satan, uh, and of course the you know, awaiting Antichrist. That basically, if they hand over the world, the populations of the world, they will receive immortality. They will ascend as gods. Okay? And so, when Klaus Schwab, and others, show up to lecture you wearing Klingon outfits. And that really is, the, I mean, they really do have, you know, a place. I, mean, I need to say that there is a time travel thing going on. And in their world, the Klingon uniform is correct. It just so happens to align with the enemy of man, the Klingons. <laughs> you can't, I mean, you can't make it up. Ray Bradbury, by the guy, by the way, uh, Mr. Star Trek, uh, also penned, uh, you know, you know, did the movie uh, Fahrenheit 451 to caution against totalitarian movements, burning books. I understand now they're burning, you know, they're burning all the, the books that we, you know, 1984, they're burning any kind of book that would clue you into who we are. Anything that would tell you our history Anything that would be literary in times, for example, For Whom the Bell Tolls by Ernest Hemingway was iconic in the sense that it exemplified a certain time in history. Or 
Uh, for example, um, well, The Wizard of Oz, which would have had, you know, maybe it's it maybe too symbolic for them to figure out the woke aspect of it or, or the thing that would, you know, bother them about it. But, I mean, it's another one that was written basically about, well, about the gold standard and about the Federal Reserve. I mean, it had, you know, a lot of these children's stories have truth in them. Uh, you know, it was about the time of... Uh, you know, we had, um, you know, World War Two, and we had, uh, you know, a, a Cold War after that. And, of course, that's when Fahrenheit 451 came out, Dr. Strangelove came out, which was also from a book. And, uh, you know, as these, you know, black comedies, cautionary tales about the military-industrial complex, we had, you know, Manchurian Candidate. We had, uh, you know, we've always had, um, you know, the Democratic left has been in bed with the Chinese for, for your whole life, pretty much. But the plan with the Chinese is they're going to be the managers of this new world, and they are going to be, as far as the United States goes, which will not be, you know, a huge population, but I mean, they'll be still, you know, work that has to go on. So the the vision I had included the Chinese as the managers of these various, you know, like in, in you know, Chicago and you know, different in New York or different places on the coast where, you know, business manufacturing has to be managed, uh, you know, the uh, uh, military industrial uh, sites, you, you know, the, uh, the Raytheons and the Boeings and the Chinese managers, and then, of course, the people that they're importing now, you know, worker bee uh, slave population, which would come in and, you know, of course, they're going to be healthy. So they don't jab them. The reason they don't give them the jab. Now, now let me explain this about our housekeeper for a sec. She, and I, I had precaution yesterday. I took a hydroxychloroquine just because I... Um, I may take another one today just because I was around this uh, stuff. Isn't that awful that, you know, we're all fighting for our lives in a sense? I know one thing <clears throat> that uh, in New Mexico, they do not have Regeneron centers. They'll say, you go to the, if you go in, don't go to the hospital unless you fall off the, the COVID cliff. And I know what happened. I mean, she took the second jab. Trish told her not to. Muy malo, you know what I mean? It's not good. And, uh, you know, peligroso, right? Not good, dangerous. And uh, so, but it didn't sink in. She didn't seem to understand what she did. <clears throat> oh, that's nice. I sound great, too. But if she did, um, uh, you know, went in one ear and out the other. She just she just prefers to do it the doctor's way. She's always going to the doctors, getting blood work. In fact, the irony of this situation now, even though it's not, there's no funny ha-ha irony. It's like she was in Juarez getting blood work up done, trying to see what was wrong with her. She came back, I guess, to Santa Fe, 
And then, um, you know, and then we get this call from the hospital from, obviously, she's in either, she's isolated, I guess. But she could talk on the phone, and she was so stuffed up, she couldn't really, you know, she was just out of it, like, you know, like she had been drugged or, and, you know, had the full-on, you know, cytokine storm going and no help because in New Mexico, if you get sick, you die. You know, that's the government, the governor and the Department of Health of New Mexico have decided they're not going to give any kind of treatments to people. You know, it's rare. Now, there, there are regenerative therapy places where you can get a drip, I'm not sure if they can do be do do Regeneron, but they can give you a a vitamin C drip or a you know NAD drip or a <clears throat> um, any of these kind of drips uh, cocktail you know with uh, you know the the vitamins in it, and so you can get the, you can get that. Um, you know they're not you know they raided one place because it said. COVID uh, can help with COVID if you get this, if you get a drip, which is vitamins into your bloodstream, like vitamin C into your bloodstream. Okay. And they do this a lot with cancer patients, you know, Uh, because it said COVID, the FBI had raided with uh, submachine guns. It's it's really, uh, no, it's amazing that these people even exist here. This is the old, you know, Gestapo, uh, this is, these are Nazis now. And um, so that was just with a peaceful, you know, the drip people, it's very peaceful. People go in, they, you know, get a drip for 45 minutes, they leave. It's really no big deal. It's just adding nutrients. And then, of course, there's some technologies now of stem cells and a very exciting technology coming where they take blood from you and they sort of fix fortify it and fix it and then it comes goes back into you you know what i mean fortified to to combat any kind of deleterious or aging especially things like that to where you can have a higher quality of life i would like to do the stem cells i I mean i just can't i just don't have time right now to do anything so i'm taking all my supplements orally as many as i can without uh canceling them out but you know i take the uh the usual stuff, quercetin uh, with uh, zinc. Quercetin and zinc with uh, C and D3 combo. And then I take, you know, I take other multivitamins as well. And then I take an extra, you know, uh, you know, five or 6,000 milligrams of C. Seven. You know, I don't quite take 10. I, don't, I take uh, NAC and, you know, uh, then other stuff that just helps. And, um, you know, I've been taking it uh, consistently. And so I've noticed things like, for example, um, you know, just over the years, any kind of issues I have, like prostate issues and things like that, have been completely pretty much taken care of by supplements. But you have to be consistent with them. You know what I mean? And I beat that one. And everyone said, oh, yeah, you're going to be the doctor and the PSA and all that. So I'm just, I'm not, I'm ignoring all that. And I just kept taking, you know, and the more nutrients I take, the more good food that I take, the more I notice that I'm winning. 
But I feel like I still could use a big boost because I think they're throwing everything at us they can because they're very frustrated. Number one, they're frustrated that um, the basically they're Satanists and they know what they're doing, okay? So they want to kill the citizens of the United States. Uh, Republicans and Democrats, it doesn't matter because they have a replacement they want to do and move these the immigrants in, of course, you know, as you see them coming in, they're untrained, they're un, but they want to get control of them. Notice how they're saying, no, do not vaccinate. The reason for that is because they want to have them preserved for the future. The vaccinated are the ones that will be dying. And I have to tell you this, I've, <clears throat> I'm sorry I don't want to tell you this, but basically, the vaccine and the boosters is a death sentence. And they know it. And they're saying, I mean, they're lying so much on TV now, it's, it should be pretty obvious when they're saying this is a pandemic of, you know, this idiot Biden guy going, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. You know, he's just trying to force it because he has to get rid of people. And no, they don't have any problem murdering all of you, Please. They don't care about you. You got to understand that. You're in their way. And, you know, they they've they've begun. And the saddest thing in the world is is, you know, watching these people because after a couple of years, then the really bad symptoms kick in. And what we're hoping is that we can convince people not to go on and take the boosters. And then get on natural remedies that maybe they can avert some of this because what happens is the, you know, they shed spike proteins, okay? And the spike proteins get everybody sick. But they're mistaken if they say that the hospitals are filled with the unvaccinated. No, the hospitals are filled with the vaccinated and they're lying and saying that they're not vaccinated. They're lying because they have some rule that says that it's got to be two or three weeks after the vaccination, are they finally called vaccinated? But right at the time they get vaccinated, and then a few days later they go in the hospital, they're still called unvaccinated, which is an outright lie. An outright lie. Our housekeeper, sweet girl, you know, woman, young immigrant, uh, got the second jab because it would make it easier to go back and forth to Mexico, right, to visit family and friends. And and then she has family and friends here too. So it's to make it easier. She was told it would be easier. And uh, I'll let you know she dies, if she lives or dies. It doesn't look good. I, I got a shock to my system when I heard her voice. It was the voice of death. I can't believe it. It was just so sudden. And you know what's interesting, folks? For those 10 days leading up to it, she was gone. She had to be gone from here. And we had to, you know, we, we weren't going to have her because she was getting blood work done in Juarez. So she wasn't going to be here. And... uh 
she wasn't going to be here. And had she been here, we might all be sick. Is my point. And then she got now. I that's what I heard from my other guy, my friend. I heard because he knows her. And he talked to her, and he told me she got the second jab. And now she just got the second jab. And it led to, uh, they told her it would be safe, of course. Now she's, um, you know, in ICU. And they're not counting her as vaccinated. Because it, it, right? Because it happened too close. It, it's, uh... Trish went over and over with it, uh, with her, but I mean, you know, don't get the second jab. You know, that's it. Don't get another one. She said, okay. So we'll find out. I will get the actual, you know, complete truth about it. But even if she took one jab and then wound up in the hospital, they'd have to count it as being vaccinated. Because this happened months ago. A couple months ago. But, uh, you know, now she's, you know, she may not make it. See, the way it goes is when you get the, the the propaganda, when you get the second shot, you are assured that you're not going to get, even if you do get COVID symptoms, you have nothing to worry about, says Fox News, says CNN, says MSNBC, all that. They all tell you you got nothing to worry about. When you have the second jab, you're good to go. Even if you do get uh, sick, you probably won't be in the hospital because that second jab is really going to help you. It's going to help you not to get as sick as these awful unvaccinated people. So they've created an apartheid here. But the truth of the matter is, uh, they're going to the hospital and dying. And so the the problem is, is the lies. So if you think that you get the second jab and the worst that's going to happen is you're going to have a cold symptom, let me explain how this went. So she had some symptoms probably, but she didn't think they were too severe. And since she had the second jab, or she was jabbed, let's say it's one or two, probably two, she probably thought that she was protected, that she'd have a few symptoms, because that's what the news guys say on the air. They Very, very, very unprofessionally on Fox News, for example, they say right out, you probably, you know, we hear that people are doing very well they get the second jab, and they just don't get as sick as the unvaccinated. So she's probably thinking, well, I've got kind of a cold, sniffle, whatever thing going on, but I'm not going to get as sick because I've had my second jab, so I'm not going to worry about it, right? Because they're told they're going to clear up because they've had the second jab. So instead of seeking early treatment, they shine it on, let it go, figuring they're going to be okay, and then after about 10 days, there's a cliff the cytokine storm, and they fall off the cliff, and the next day they can't breathe out of nowhere from, the, from a cold to I can't breathe, right, as more of the other aspects of the virus kick in. And they go to the hospital too late. They get put on a ventilator, and that's the end of it. Uh, so this is what's happening to the vaccinated. Now, eventually, they're not going to have enough you know, hospital rooms for the vaccinated because, 
And they're not going to say it. They're never going to tell you that it's the vaccinated that are that are getting sick. But the, what they are telling the people that are vaccinated is they're saying, you don't have anything to worry about. At most, you'll get a little bit of symptoms, but then it will clear up. They've all been told that. So that's why they don't go seek medical help in time. If you seek medical help right off the bat in the first days, and the alternative therapies, the ivermectins, the hydroxychloroquines, the various other things, especially Regeneron, which uh, is a big field of medicine right now, which is taking your own cells, taking these monoclonal antibody cells to kill off the virus. And also, this will help with flu, with anything, but also taking your own blood, your own cells, and you know, maximizing them into super cells. That's a new technology. It's just, just that technology is just coming on now, and that's going to help people live a lot longer and be have a much higher quality of life. Getting stem cell therapy, getting uh, regenerated blood therapy, your own blood, not on transfusion. Uh, you know, and and basically, it's it's like vitamin care. You know, these are very smart you know, kind of technologies that are going more along with natural science. I'm not recommending anything. I'm just just saying that to me it's exciting and I, I may pursue it. But right now, I'm, you know, obviously I'm dealing with an emergency here. So the majority of these people that have taken this shot are going to feel confident that whatever kind of little cold they have is coming from the vaccine itself but like they're told it'll clear up so they so they don't do anything about it and and then it you know it's too late because the disease always does the same thing it begins like a little bit of cold sniffle whatever then it goes about it goes about you know a week 10 days and then as i said you fall off the cliff into the cytokine storm suddenly because see what it's doing those 10 days is wearing you down and then the real the real part of the weapon is the cytokine storm, is the respiratory problem, which comes, you know, at the end. when And, you know, most people say they don't expect it, then they wake up one morning, they can't breathe. And it's so severe, the breathing, they panic and go to the hospital rather than, you know, things you could do, like, for example, steroids. Um, they take, um, you know, steroid inhaler, uh you know, ivermectin, um, azithromycin, zinc, you know, just kind of hitting it with all that stuff. And then, of course, if you have the benefit, like in Texas or Florida, where you can get Regeneron therapy, you can just, you know, call, make an appointment, go in and get it. It'll make it much more convenient. People were educated that that would be a, that should be provided to the people. But here in New Mexico, uh, as I said, she's, killed off a lot of people, but she intends to re... The, the plan they have for New Mexico is to rewild the state, to get rid of the uh, rural, to get rid of the oil and gas, all that oil and gas south of the state and north of the state up by Durango and Farmington. They want to get rid of all that. And they want to get rid of the population. Already we're the lowest population or one of the lowest in the in the country. Maybe Alaska is lower per, cap, per, per, per square mile. But, you know, very low. And, but they, they're still not allowing, um, you know, for example, uh, I've been told that if I 
got a prescription for ivermectin and I went down to CVS, I wouldn't get it. Okay? And the problem is that that would mean the governor is an outright murderer. Out and out murderer. Knowing, knowing that people are getting the vaccines and then they're getting sick and then they're dying. And the actual kill shot on this vaccine is between two and three years, not, not, not immediately. But people do have heart complications or dying of heart attacks and things like that because of blood coagulation that's occurring because they, uh, they're blood clots that are found, you know, and they're having to deal with that. Now they're getting boosters. And, uh, but no one's really tested it out of that two and three year part. Where there's a, something that happens in two or three years. I think it's like with mice, it was a certain period of time before the mice died certain period of time before the uh, ferrets died. So there's a so if you take those animal ears and put them into human ears, humans would have a little longer before that event. Basically, it just, you know, you're not getting enough oxygen to your heart and you know your 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 fun, your your functions are not functioning, you know. The other thing is the prion aspect of the vaccines they're they're targeting Many of you saw the uh, DOD uh, video talking about targeting that area of the brain that's connected to God. But that's also the area of the brain that's basically a cognitive, you know, that they want to use vaccines to dull that part of the brain so that, you know, instead of listening to God, I know this sounds, you know, very sci-fi again, but that's what they're doing. That instead of listening to God, you listen to what you're told. Essentially turning, you know, letting people know they are slaves and they are to do what they're told. And you see a lot of people that are now acting in a robotic fashion, like they're not human. Their, their senses seem dulled. They seem to have no affect, or very little affect or, or personality. And what happens is they, they just kind of go around doing whatever they're supposed to do. But, you know, and some of these people are in a position of, you know, law enforcement, and they're, you know, they basically have no... Uh, connection to if, if they have to beat someone over the head and crack their head open, they don't care. You know what I mean? There's that aspect of it too that's coming in because we've never seen so many people trample people and hurt people and bully people like we're seeing now without any remorse. I mean, it's it's it, you know without any any you know just total psychopathology uh, that's taking place with uh, any kind of enforcement, law enforcement, everybody else leaving. You know, there were people that were gaslighting and saying that the, the you know, one six in insurrection was the worst thing since the Civil War. Now you see footage they're showing that they're finally allowed to be shown. And people are just like in the Capitol walking around and then they leave. No one did anything. The only people that did anything were the, the people on the other side. They shot an innocent woman. Another person died also. They were crushed by police. They dropped the guy off the side. And he died. Uh, there was a guy, a cop that died from a stroke. But Ashley Babbitt, I guess, is the face of this, where she was shot by a, a, a hothead, a guy that's been known to go over, and he just basically targeted her completely unarmed and he shot her in the neck, and she bled out. Um, and he has no remorse whatsoever. This guy's just absolutely cold-blooded murderer, doesn't care. 
But he is just the embodiment of your politicians. They don't care. They are cold-blooded murderers. Biden knows exactly what's in the jab. He never took the jab. What you saw on TV was either saline solution water, something like that. He never took the jab. None of them do because they won't give it to themselves. They won't give it to the Chinese. And they're not going to give it to the Indians. And they're not giving it to the immigrants. I mean, notice who they're not, who they're saying, no, you don't get the jab. They don't give it to the celebrities. They don't give it to the politicians. They are completely exempt. Understand that. These guys are the elites. They've been chosen to be here. But the bulk of the population has been chosen for murder. It's a satanic right at this point. If there's any disobedience, they get beaten. That's another satanic right. Everything you see is a satanic temple doing its sacrifices. That's all it is. It's just one big satanic ritual at this point. Uh, The communism they want to bring in is basically Satanism. And they, I've been saying this for 20 years. Communism is Satanism. Satanism is communism. Get that through your head. Stop, stop trying to divide it up. It's just one thing. It's, it's evil. It's Satanism. And the people that are into it have been communists for a long time. Meaning they've been traitors to God and they hate you for a long, right? That goes with it. If you hate the people, you become a politician, you do very well. You hate the people, you hate your constituents, you hate God, you're going to go to the top. That's been the rule. These people have been sneaking under the radar, now it's time for them to all come out and show you that you've been tricked all this time. And, uh, and they're laughing as they see it's too late. In Australia, we're going to talk about that. But back to the, to, to the thing about, um, you know, about anything we could do. We can't do anything for the, our friend, our housekeeper, unless she is willing to do something different. But she's not. She only wants to go the way of the, uh, med- the, what the doctors say. And people have free will. You can't make her, you know, she's been told again and again and again, and and she's, you know, the information from our side, but she doesn't want it. And we can't make her take it. So, you know, she'll probably die, and if she does, then that was, you know, she chose that. It's, it's, Listen, in uh, I, this is I think Melbourne, Australia. They did some kind of, you know, they did some the, some contact tracing, which they want to get into pretty soon. Uh, MLG, the governor here has got all the, her contract tracers ready to go to roll it out. Um, you understand the hell they want to put? You understand MLG? Our governor is a Satanist, right? You go, well, she's a witch. Well, same thing. I mean, you know, Satanist, Satan side. You know, uh, you know, they're finally admitting. Finally, after uh, we've said this, forget your abortion arguments. You lose. You lose completely because your top people, not us, but your top people have admitted that abortion is a satanic ritual, a rite. It is a rite that they cannot live without abortion. The only way a Satanist can live 
is with the bloodletting. And if they don't have an outlet, either war, abortion, whatever it'll be, then they actually, like vampires, cannot live. Do you understand what I'm saying? They can't live without the blood. That includes drinking it. They cannot live. That's why, uh, you know, uh, what's offered to young people is here's a way to material success, but you have to be a slave, number one. And number two, you have to, uh, if you're not going to do it yourself, you have to be like a Renfield to Dracula for the, uh, you know, for the bloodletting. You have to be a blocker or even a gang stalker. Now, the gang stalkers work for the politicians, law enforcement, the satanic community, in other words. So, you you know, but then again, we always said everywhere, everything everywhere all the time, didn't we? The guy at the 7-Eleven, the guy, you know, proven by gang stalking, which proved our theory was 100% correct, Years and years, you know, a, you know, a decade or two decades ago. We proved what it was. That was part of this network and this hive. That's how they get in. That's how they coalesce, even if they don't know each other, to then gaslight somebody. It's right. It's all because they're trained as slaves. They're trained to listen to the orders that come into their head. They don't need to be chipped. And they are able to coalesce and do things or, you know, or, or gaslight you at the airport when you fly 3,000 miles away and there they are waiting for you again. And you know what I mean? And, and, and what the whole idea is to drive you into, well, you know, suicide. But I mean, what they can also do is they can say, well, here, you can join us. And then all this goes away. All this harassment goes away. There are people that run, you know, like like in L.A., there are people that, you know, they run these operations on on uh, people that they, they target because they're just not going to be good, obedient Satanists. And, you know, when they're children, they're targeted, too. And most of them end up committing a, quote, air quote, suicide. Uh, you know, it's a, it's basically a death cult without the, uh, you know, the, the sacrifice without, they're not even sacrifices. They're just deaths without these deaths though. These people cannot live, you know, it, it, the energy that's released from death is what they, they collect into the hive and then distribute, you know, just take, look, look at it like a beehive or like, you know, right. All the drone workers get all their energy from the queen, Right. The, queen, the current queen is Marina Abramovich. That's right. The reigning king is Bill Gates. Isn't that a lovely couple? <laughs> he left his wife for Marina Abramovich. He did. They're, they're cooking up, uh, you know, they're, they're ruling the earth. Yeah, she's like a gypsy witch. Anyway, it's okay. It's, it's just, you know, you learn the way the world is. You come to this world. I've mapped it out completely. You know, I've I've had a lot of time. I've had my whole life. My whole life 
beginning as a teenager was based on mapping this thing out and figuring out what it is. Because, you know, when people said, oh, the elites do this, or those people do, it's like, what are you talking about? Everybody is doing this. The exceptions are few. And they're hunted. Don't worry. When you get out of this place, this place is only temporary. When you're out of here, there's, you know, you're, let's just put it this way. If you're in Christ, let, let me dial it back even another way. Something that Jay Dyer said. I was listening to Jay Dyer just briefly earlier. And he said, um, he said, the only people that really know what's going on are the Satanists and the Christians. Now, what a very, uh, uh, you know, astute observation that is. That is exactly right, Jay. Very good. Uh, It's really a spiritual war, folks. And that's the good news for us. Our God is the Most High God. We have. I understand we came in here meek and weak as could possibly be. But then Jesus showed us, you know, that, that God takes care of the lilies of the field and the birds of the air. How much more would he take care of us? And he does. Listen, logically speaking, we should have been gone, we should have been gone eons ago. You know, if they're really the big bullies that have all the answers and all the power. We should have been gone a long time ago, right? Still here, false prophet. You know, and uh, and I said, it's not Satan's time. Well, this is not literally Satan's time. 2030 is not literally Satan's time. I understand it means 666 and all that, but that's not literally Satan's time either. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to gauge exactly what time is meted out. Maybe it's just, maybe the way we ought to look at it is, Satan's given so much time, you know, ruling the earth and at the end, toward the end, where we know it's in the end times, is if they all come out and take their masks off and go, boo. Then you know, okay, that's, that's got to be the end time. That's got to be the apocalypse, right? That's the unveiling. So that would be the time of the book of Revelation. And it looks to me, you, you know, I, I'll just say this. You know, I, I hate to speculate on this stuff because it's, you know, it's for me. It's only idle speculation. I mean, that whole idea of being replaced. See, if that goes through, that observation about America, why well, couldn't see America? That would mean that at some point, sorry to say this to you, folks, at some point they're going to round up people and uh, kill them in death. You know, take them to death camps and kill them. You know, in other words, they're going to take the Americans, round them up, kill them, and then put the new people in the houses of the Americans. Because when it was showed to me, it was showed to me like the, uh, you know, the plight of Babylon, when the Jews were carried off to Babylon and then foreigners came to live in their houses, right, and take over their goods and their businesses. Exactly the same, the same concept. That shows it's God's hand of judgment, the replacement. He did that with the Jews of Babylon, remember? And then the Babylonian captivity, uh, you, you know, that the f- same thing here, rounding everybody up here, getting the Americans all sick or whatever it is, you know, quarantine camps, contact tracing, all these nightmares. But the all idea is to remove them 
And then that housing on those things and that, you know, that wealth confiscation, land confiscation, all that stuff that they can do would then go to their new slaves who are compliant and ready to do what they're told. And it will be by, you know, if you start seeing, you know, Chinese uh, uh, managers coming in for these businesses, you know what I mean? And, and, and even the language, I think they'll change from English to probably Mandarin. In, in the United States. And there is will well be a United States in the future. I mean, that's kind of where it's it's headed, and that's kind of my observation, but just going off, I know that that replacement thing is real. That doesn't mean they're going to be successful. That just means that's their plan. And now it's turned out I was right. All those immigrants being brought in, are brought, they're here to replace you because they're not getting the jab. So they're at least, at the very least, folks, they're here to replace all the people that got the jab because they're going to need to, because they won't be here. They, they're going to, there'll be jobs to fill. There'll be positions to fill. And the actuarial tables, I think it was the oil and gas industry. We heard this executive, this woman that was in charge of personnel say that they're told that they have to replace everybody in three years. And that she was shocked and she would, did did that video get taken down online? I think it did. I think it actually got taken down. It's still up on. Uh, it's still there. Bitch, you take a look at that woman. She's a oil and gas executive that tells about the uh, replacement of employees of the in the oil and gas industry within three years. That'll ought to send chills up and down your spine. That's a total confirmation. People have checked her out. They've they realize that she is a legit 100%. There's no no guile in her. She's telling you the truth. They're, they've told her to get ready to replace people in three years. And the only way I could say they're replacing people would be as if, you know, they took the, uh, the if the weapon, if the weapon is the, uh, the vaccine is the weapon. The COVID is the pretext. But the vaccine is the actual weapon, the kill shot. And people go, oh, I'm feeling fine, Jeff. You know, we're fine. Everybody's fine. Millions of people have had it. They're going to work and they're flying around. They're going to the ball games. I'm like, talk to me in a couple of years. Talk to me in three years. Let's see how well you're doing then. Especially those of you who've decided to take the jab every other month. Now, our housekeeper, she never... She only, I, I don't know that she took a booster. My God, she, but I think she's had the two shots. And then, uh, but I don't know that she's gotten a booster. I know one thing, she was gone for 10 days. And that's when this thing was happening, the last 10 days. We were spared. I mean, she could have come here to work. You know what I mean? I almost feel like God kind of kept her away because, you know, we're vulnerable being, you know, we shouldn't be around a lot of people that are jabbed. We have a very... uh Good chance we could get ill. I mean, it's not that we couldn't handle it. We're doing everything we can to, to for with our, you know, uh, immune systems and with with you know God's great minerals and supplements and things like that, trying to you know fortify ourselves. Uh, you know, but this is this is a serious thing and it's something we have to address. Now, 
some other things happened, you know, that are very strange. And it's like, we would have been on the road today, but because we had you know, some emergency thing with the electricity and it kind of took out my studio as well. And that's a big deal because that's a very expensive situation there. I don't know what, so with the electricity, I maybe, I don't know what happened, but something happened. Breakers were, were flipped. The battery in the studio was screaming. It had no power to any of the computers or anything, you know, the, the racks. And uh, I, I just was like, okay, well, I have to deal with this when I get back here. I mean, terrible, because I have, a, I have a, a record I have to master, you know, soon. And I'm, you know, I am hoping to uh, you know, it's just a logistics thing. The reason it's so dire, I think, today is because of, you know, you look at Australia. And I have a letter from our Australian friend here who says that, you know, the people are losing hope. It's not like they're really rising up. They're rising up, but they're being beaten down because they have no way to really rise up. They're losing hope. So in Melbourne, I was going to tell you, they, were, they said they did contact tracing and someone had COVID in a certain area. And so 2,500 people or 2,000 people, whatever, lined up to get tested like sheep. Sheep to the slaughter. Because we know that testing, it depends on how many, you know, how many cycles or revolutions you do per minute, whether it's going to be 28 or 40. If it's 40, all, everything will be positive. You have COVID. If it's 28, it won't be. So they just put it on whatever cycles they want. It's all been gaslighting. It's all been a lie. All the PCR tests are a lie. All a lie. But they lined up 2,000 of them, you know, in a dutiful line. Just like we've seen them lined up to get the jab. A guy gets wheeled out on a gurney from having convulsions from his jab. And the sheeple in line just stay there. In line, ready to get the next one. And to me, they already look like they've given up. Like, they look to me like they're prepared to die. They're going to offer themselves to death. It wouldn't be hard to convince them that life is so bad you need to euthanize yourselves. You know what I mean? Or this jab might kill you. I don't think they care. They're just in line. You know what I mean? It's sort of like the the prisoners on the Bridge of Sighs in, in uh, Venice. The Bridge of Sighs is where the prisoners would go to their deaths. So people called the Bridge of Sighs because people would sigh. Uh, they kind of just resigned to the fact they're going to be executed. You know, the, you've seen the world like this during times of World War II, during times of dictators, warlords, you know, unfair treatment, Casca F uh, courts. How about all the political prisoners we have in prison? People that were at the Capitol that probably, you know, some people that did nothing. They stood on the steps. That was it. They're still in solitary confinement. Uh, this is cruel and unusual punishment. Why would anyone 
be that way. It's like, well, because the FBI and the police of D.C. are not your normal. It's not fair. It's totalitarian, meaning it's a police state. So they don't need anything to blame you. They don't need any crime. They could throw you in the slammer forever, or they could take you out to a, uh, you know, a, a FEMA camp or whatever and kill you. And no one would be the wiser because it will never be reported on the news. See, that's where we are now. Complete total police state, complete total global police state. And they say, well, they're all communists. No, they're not communists. They're, they're totalitarians is the better word for them, which is like saying extreme Satanist. In other words, like saying people that have a genocidal view of humanity, that humans should all be dead, are the ones running it. They can't wait to kill off the humans who believe that the humans were the cause of all the problems upon the earth. Without the humans, the earth would be a better place. These are the people running the policies. How they got there, it's God's judgment is how they got there. They got there as society went decadent, they got more and more power. Now they've taken the velvet glove off and showing you the iron fist. They're showing you they mean business and they run everything. Listen, folks, there's no way to beat them now in this at their own game. They run everything. You're not going to get it back with voting. Like the midterms, we're finally going to get back. The, you know, there are people that actually think there's some ho- there's no House. There's no Congress. There's no president. There's no, you know, uh, everything is gone. And in its place is the authoritarian technocracy that's run by offshore interests and multinational corporations. And if you think it's anything different than that, I, all I can tell you is you, you're just not, you're, you're thinking the old thinking. You haven't adjusted to the new world yet. The all who song won't get fooled again. They did get fooled again. They never saw this coming, that band. They never had their lyrics reflecting this kind of stuff. They got totally fooled. They they thought they could just be like little prostitutes, sell out to the uh, to the man, and get a good you know become a rock star or whatever you know that that old Faustian bargain. That was never about that, you idiots. You you sold everybody out. Everybody, because they believed it would be the, you know beat the new boss same as the old boss. And that's not true. Meet the new boss, now you're dead. And the more you grovel, the quicker you die. So prostitution doesn't work anymore as a way of sliding by, getting that good-paying job, that corner office with the goddamn fucking window. Nothing like that ever existed and never will exist. That was all a simulation, all a trick, every last inch of it. And now you're facing the real consequences of sin 
and hatred of God and hatred of fellow man. The complete destruction and degradation of humans that have sold their souls for materialism rather than to the spirit, rather than to Jesus, rather than to salvation, rather than to L-I-F-E. So now the chickens come home to roost. All that has been sown will be reaped. What has been sown is pure hatred and evil worldwide, embodied in authoritarian, technocratic, totalitarian means where the bad guys, sociopaths, psychopaths, meaning they don't have empathy or don't care about human life, okay? They don't. Who have become in many ways cyborgs themselves are ready to push the button and eliminate you. They don't care. When you die, they start... You've seen them on Twitter. When people die, they start cheering. Usually if they're not woke enough. (laughs) It's funny. You know, the first people to die in this thing, the first wave, are the woke. Because they're all getting jabbed. (laughs) And the left, you know, the Democrats... They've all gotten jabbed. You see the view the other day? They're missing people. And then that idiot Behar goes, well, they've got all kinds of vaccines, so they should be fine. She actually believes that. She believes that if you have the booster, like vaccines, even if you get sick and have to leave work, you'll be back because the more vaccines you get, the more fine you're going to be. That's what she said. Little does she know they're not coming back. They probably think that ivermectin and uh, Regeneron are evil because Trump took Regeneron. So they're probably going to think they're fine with the vaccines. They don't need to see a doctor. When it when really, when that stuff starts, you need to get in there right away. If you get the cold or sniffles or something, you need to start uh, down the road with those. Do- now, what's that uh, website for the doctor, for Dr. Marble? Let me give out some information of... Dr. Marble and his group of doctors. What's the website? Freedoctors.com. There's a couple of them. There's about a thousand physicians, I think, in the United States. That's all. But they will be able to do, you know, teleconferencing and, and, you know, and prescribe. If you need that, you don't hesitate to call them if, if you've been listening, the doctor that, uh, one doctor that, that had a breakthrough with a thing called budesonide, which is an inhaler or a nebulizer, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, he's, he's, he's cured people with just that and nothing else. Okay. My free doctor. My free doctor. Dot com. So that's where you can get help. Uh, I don't need to tell you that, you know. Uh, yeah. So I don't need to tell you that Pakistan, the Taliban crackdown is basically 
murdering people that are Christians. So, you know, Christians are being martyred, you know, like it says in the Bible. Australia is, uh, my friend doesn't think, I, I, maybe he doesn't think that the, uh, the Australians will rise up. He says a lot of them have lost hope. This is an Australian that's here in the United States. And he's talking about, you know, he wants to talk to me on the phone because I think we're going to pray about this. I mean, he wants to tell me what's really going on. He, you know, because his whole family's there. So he's like, they're losing hope, you know, that they're just locked down and that's it. There's a great deal of suicides and things like that. And by the way, when there's suicides, which, by, you know, my daughter committed suicide. You have to, she was in a tremendous amount of pain. And she jumped off a bridge that was so many stories high. You know, landed on the rocks below. I mean, how awful. And how awful a thing to go through. And, uh, you know, she had been uh, put on uh, antipsychotic, you know, psychotropic uh, Zoloft-type drugs. And uh, because she was depressed and she was upset, so they put her on antidepressants, and then the next thing you know, as soon as they did that, she jumped off the bridge. Uh, don't single her out. Uh, Tony Scott did the same thing. You know, all these people that they get on these antipsychotic, uh, not antipsychotic, but psychotropic antidepressants, Sometimes they kill other people. Sometimes they just kill themselves. But, I mean, this is common. You would think they would have stopped prescribing that, right? Because before that, she could handle her problems. She wasn't going to commit suicide. And after that, she did. So it's quite simple what the cause was. She died because of uh, antidepressant medication. That was it. I mean, that was, that, that's the only thing that was that changed between the time we saw her and the time she died. The only thing that changed is she, she got that, uh, she went to a psychiatrist. So he prescribed, and she's dead. That was, that's it. Nothing else happened between the time we saw her and that time except uh, except that. Yes, she hated herself. Yes, she hated everything. Yes, she's... She's tried to forge a relationship with God. Yes, she's, you know, did, you know, she's suffered and she died. She didn't make it. Let me just put it this way. She didn't make it. The world was too harsh for her. Got me? The world was too harsh for her. She couldn't handle it, so she's gone. Let's put it another way. The world was too cruel for her. So she's gone. You think it's cruel now. If they really get this Mad Max thing going, which is where it's headed, Mad Max. You want to see where it's going, go watch the latest, you know, the even the remake of Mad Max, which actually the Charlize Theron version was terrible. Boring as hell. Go back to the original Mel Gibson. But seriously, um, you know, uh, 
that's basically what would happen, I think, if there's, you know, if they, if they go ahead and pull a nuclear war, which I'm not sure they would do if they want to replace people here in the United States. It would, they want to preserve things that are here. Move the Chinese over to take over. You know, that's one scenario. The other scenario is there is a, a, a war between China and, and, you know, so-called air quotes, China versus the United States in nuclear combat. Air, air, air quotes, okay? And they go ahead and nuke each other, right? Which is all prearranged. And the death count is massive. It's just like, you know, it's, you know, and then they move the, the Chinese, you know, in and all that. But then what would happen to the immigrants that are here? Most of them would not be here. So I'm not sure, you know what I mean? I'm kind of looking at the evidence, but again, I'm speculating. I, that's all. Um, I don't think any of us is, is really used to seeing a totalitarian dictatorship over us, right? Are you? Well, we kind of saw it coming with Obama, sure. But that's what it's become. It's a judgment of God. Uh, God is not pleased with the United States. <laughs> God is not pleased with the, uh, the revival going on. What revival? Look like a revival, you know, for a while. I think, you know, you know, I think what's happening is people are so traumatized, they're not able to have a revival. They're kind of stuck in place. You know what I mean? The people with Jesus, they're there with Jesus, murmuring their prayers. Oh, please help me, God. Please just guide my steps. Please, Lord, you know, help me to help other people. Please help these other people out of this mess. Please help us, Lord, as a nation, out of this mess. Please, in Jesus' name, amen. I'm all day long like that. All day long like that. But God is also, a, you know, a God of numbers. He likes, you know, a majority of people. He doesn't want to settle for a little. He's got a remnant, but, you know, he wants more. He wants the kingdom enlarged. You know, he wants to basically tell people this is bullshit. The kingdom is everything. So that's what's real, not this. And you can't access the kingdom now because it's within, which means it's, you know, within you. And if and if it's within you, you're not seeing a kingdom with you're not seeing complete you're seeing outside of you, not inside of you. You know, it's like a different view. So there's this stalemate going on. And, and you know, what we have to understand is that, you know, but with God, there is no stalemate. I mean, you know, so at this point, people are thinking, I know what you're thinking. I, all I can do is just keep on with the Lord. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I'm traumatized. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to stick close to the Lord and be quiet. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's about time we were quiet. You know, just, you know what we have to do is, is, I think, is people that of people of Christ, the you know people. I consider myself born again from that night out on the out on the stones and Sherman Oaks in the in the valley of you know up by Mulholland Drive, with the stars above. And all kinds of hallucinations and weird satanic stuff going on around me. 
and God was there catching me. I never looked back. And like I said, nobody else gave a damn about me. None of these Satanists, anybody with all these, you know, you could be this, you could be famous, you could do this, you could, none of them, you know, gave it, when it got down to that point, they're like, yeah, I pulled the trigger. <laughs> they not only didn't give a shit, they hated me the way they hate themselves. And they all hate themselves, believe me. They all hate themselves with a passion. But they project it onto you, who's different politically or different in some way, a difference that makes them, you know, be able to focus on you rather than how shitty they are. Can you imagine being one of these people really looking in the mirror and really assessing yourself? You know, I, I mean, it would be like, you know, instant suicide, right? So... As a survival mechanism, they have to focus on an outside blame target that they can blame to get that thing off themselves. That's why they need abortions to live. You know, I hope you understand that, right? They need abortion to live. They need bloodletting to live. They need wars to live. So now they're all out in the open, okay? Sorry, most of your famous people that you really liked are in the enemy camp, meaning they want you dead. So if you ever see them in public, your favorite hero, and you go up and say, can I have your autograph? They go, get away from me. You, yes, not you. When that happens and they break your heart, hopefully you'll remember this and then understand the whole game. They hate you. Period. And they'll do anything they can to sabotage you. Even if they're trying to be good, they can't help it. So, you know, please pray for our housekeeper. Her name is Yanni. Please. She's a, a very honest person and very loyal. And, you know, but she just does everything the, the doctors say. And she always has. You know, when she got treated for depression, she had to go to the shrink and prescribe medication. She took the medication. She did exactly what she's told. Because she's taught at a young age to respect the doctor. The doctor is like a god. You know, whatever it is. I, you know, I've... I know that... Everybody, everybody now knows people that are sick. And I know that the sickness, you know, has come from, you know, people like uh, Fauci, the guy that, you know, engineered the bioweapon and then launched it on you. I look at him giving advice on masks and everything else, contradicting himself every day, and yet he's the one who's murdering you. And everyone is just kissing his ass. I, extraordinary, is it not? <laughs> I know people who see that. Don't, hey guys, don't flip out, man. 
Don't jump to the overall conclusion because we don't know what that's going to be yet. Just recognize once and for all, they lie and, you know, they want to, you know, depopulate the globe. They've said this in their papers. They said they're using a tool, the COVID as a tool to bring in the Great Reset. They already have contact tracers to follow people around to get them to take these useless tests that don't mean anything except that they manipulate the cycles, the amount of revolutions that it cycles around in. If you cycle it around more, it's positive for everything. Cycle it around less, it's a little more discriminatory, but it doesn't solve the problem called accuracy. You need accuracy. Just like in these podcasts, I like the Zeff Report to be accurate. You may not like it, you may not like the information, but at least it's, you know, accurate enough for a man, for a human. I mean, you know, let let God be true and every man a liar. We all have faulty, you know, logic and different things. You're just going to have to understand that. And understand that, you know, the the I'm more convinced than ever that telling you that the jabs are dangerous based on the fact that the F, you know the, the 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 FTC and others never finished the CDC. They never finished uh, the testing, which takes years. They went ahead and you know we're the test. We're the guinea pigs now, and you know they keep adjusting the the the, the booster shots to be more amenable to humans to try to make it so there's less side effects. Uh Really, it's a way for them to make up for the uh, damage the last one did. They want to, I think what they want to do is they want to magnetize the human so that they, they could kill humans at will through 5G, AI, whatever. You know what I mean? So they, they, they reserve the right, the, 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 the when of the killing and the culling. The culling would be at their pleasure, not necessarily just humans wearing out in three years. And of course, AOC and others say, we only have 10 years to live. That number comes from Agenda 2030. They said they want to kill everybody by then. So that's why she says we only, not climate change, you know, they blame it on that, but it's, someone has to do the killing. And, you know, basically, it's human life in exchange for these few assholes to have the uh, the apotheosis and the 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 forever afterlife as gods, so Klaus is wearing his Klingon outfit because the Klingon outfits the kind of outfits they wear right now in the world that Klaus is from. No, it's not from this time. He's obviously living in another time ahead of us, you know, in the future, and then coming back to do lectures and whatnot. Oh, yeah, I'm sure all that exists. They've kept it from the public. Well, if you get sick and you're unvaccinated, you've got these treatments available. Usually, you know, the doctors, I gave out that website, you can call them and try to find an independent pharmacy where you can't get 
a prescription filled. If, you know, sad if you live. Well, the problem with New Mexico is it's like New York in terms of uh, Democrat control, and like California, that you know they they don't they, they would rather you d- listen. How can I put this? They're cold-blooded murderers. They know how many are going to die this way. They know they don't want to give you Regeneron and and, uh, Ivermectin and any of those things if it's going to help you live. Because the goal is to to kill off the population so that they can implement, you know, Agenda 2030. So I think you guys know that, and you have known that. It's just now you're seeing it. And... uh, You know, it's kind of a sad thing that, to think that uh, your government would round you up and take you to a place where they would exterminate you. But John Milius saw it first. John Milius, the great writer John Milius. Speaking of cutting-edge films that should never have gotten through, Girl Next! Coming up to be in the festival next weekend, um, the Macabre Fair Film Fest in Nashville. It is, from what I understand, sold out. So that's that. And, uh, you know, it'll be playing there. It's also playing in uh, the Hot Springs, Arkansas Film Festival. And, I, you know, gosh, I'd love to be there. Check that out. They, they're they going to have the original crane from the uh, Alfred Hitchcock movies, some crane, and then Alan Howarth, uh, the guy that did the scores for Star Trek. And, you know, I think They Live and other movies and stuff, John Carpenter, other stuff. He's going to... He's going to play live with some of his movies up. That's in Hot Springs, Arkansas, this next coming up weekend. That's the weekend of their big film festival down there. That's a big deal. And that's a big deal. Of course, the Macabre is too in Nashville. They're both big. But I think what happens in Hot Springs is that the entire you know, government you know, of Hot Springs, you know, the whole community gets behind it, is kind of behind it, whereas... Well, this one is a little more independent, but uh, no matter. It's, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we do okay. I always hate this competition because I'm like, you know, but uh, we've lost too, or we just got selected and that was it. And I was like, ah, that didn't bother me too bad. You know, being a runner up. <laughs> Anyway, um, better than having nothing. Going. You know, I, I, what I tell people is when they say, well, what about all these festivals? I, I'm like, well, we've won a lot of awards and, and some we haven't. But one thing that I like is that people are seeing the film around the world. And that's what we wanted. We wanted to reach a lot of people. And this gets the word out. Um, and if, you, if you're moved in a good way, I would say, you know, write a review on IMDb, write a, you know, how much you liked it or, or what you liked, which is even more important. Even if you're, you know, a medium, you know, like something you didn't get, some things you did like, whatever, you know, focus on the positive. I don't do reviews anymore. There are bad reviews on people. I've, I've, you know, I've, I've kind of done a couple here where I was disappointed with a couple of movies I saw, but I didn't even go there anymore because... I realize it's all rigged that the studios have their people there. And anything indie that comes out, they send their bots and people over there to slam it. And then when you go look those people up, they've done like, you know, 
3,000 reviews. Well, a human can't do that many reviews. So you see, it, it, it shows that that's their job. The, then I found out, um, I, I went ahead and I Googled um, getting paid to write movie reviews. And I went there, and they have, like, all these websites, you know, places I could go to get a job. They say, you won't need to buy Netflix anymore. It'll be all be gratis. I'm like, okay, so therefore, Netflix pictures, Amazon pictures, you know, Universal pictures, all those I give, you know, three, three you know, four to five stars. And then, you know, but anything indie, I give it a half a star. Or try to knock it down and knock it out and get rid of it so people won't watch it. This has ruined a great deal of indie films, and I'm seeing them in action out there. And you can always tell them. They always have the most reviews. And they'll say, fake reviews are when, you, when the guy has made one review, and that's all you see. They, they only reviewed Girl Next. And it's like, no. We have a lot of uh, friends who, who uh, gave it a, you know, whatever, whatever they thought when they saw it, and they, they've never reviewed anything. They only did it because we asked them to. Nothing wrong with that because we're fighting these other people. But like I say, the pros, they always have hundreds and thousands of reviews. And if you go look at the pattern, a Disney film, you know, five stars. An indie horror film, you know, half a star. Another, you know what I mean? And then you read the reviews and you go, you realize they never saw the film in the first place. They're just saying, oh, it's terrible. Bad acting, bad this, bad that. You know what I mean? And it's never specific because it's not real. And I said to other people, I said, why do they do that to us? Why, why would they send people out to hurt us like that? And it's like, welcome to the NFL. That's the way it is. Indy is not preferred. They want to knock. The, it's the Chinese. They want to have the monopoly. It's like they don't want independent voices. They say they do, but they don't. They send people out. to. So when you get down to like one star, two stars, then they figure people aren't going to uh, watch. And it's true. They won't. Isn't that awful? That's why if you like something and it's indie, go mark it up, please. Support indie film because the studios have a war against the indies. Boy, I tell you, I'm glad that I learned that. If I went out under the shelter of one of the bigs, got nothing to worry about, you know? Unless it's something like, you know, uh, that's disappointing the fans. I think of one with Anthony Hopkins and Benicio Del Toro playing the Wolfman. Universal put out a traditional Wolfman, like the Lon Chaney type Wolfman, with very high production values. And uh, it got like a 1.5 star rating. It's terrible. But they, they didn't like it. Uh, there is one that, a good case study is uh, the Tomorrow War that was put out by Amazon. Not a, you know, I, you know, not a terrible, I mean, just kind of a mediocre movie that they wanted to push. The number one movie of the year, they're calling it. And they had it stuck on the star meter at like number one for like, two months it was number one i'm like this is not a you know not a great you know it's not a great movie this is not a number it's like a tv tv movie the week kind of movie that we used to have a long time ago and you know nothing really wrong with it you know it's it's, it's watchable you know it's it's 
it's fine. But it, it was not what they said it was, and yet they were able to stick it right there at number one. And they have so much money and power, they can just keep it there. The indie, on the other hand, they come after anything, unless you have the backing of Netflix or Amazon or something like it was from Amazon Studios, Netflix Studios produced. If it's something like that, they're going to they're gonna back you up. But if you're naked, a naked indie out there with your little film and there you are out there with no protection, you know, they're going to send their, 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 their people after you. And, uh, you know, you, you, it's okay to hate a movie and say what you hate about it. But usually when people don't like a movie, they can articulate specifically what it is. These people don't do that. They're just like, uh, oh, yeah, it's terrible. You know what I mean? Half a star. And they just and they expect you to take that as a real review. Whereas the positive people that we have, and there are many, uh, are really going into what they liked about it. What they, you know, they, they rate it, you know, they might rate it seven stars. They might rate it eight. They might not... You know, very few movies deserve a ten. I don't. I'm not sure we do. I don't. I don't know what we deserve. But some people gave it a ten because they really liked it. Some gave it an eight. Some gave a good review with seven. You know, some some gave us a three stars, four stars, five stars, whatever. I you know. But when it gets down below that, then they don't articulate. You know, you can tell it's a, like a bot type of thing. It's okay. I mean, that's what we got to deal with. You know, as our director said, Larry said. Cream rises to the top. I said, Larry, I, I didn't realize that this kind of thing was going on. And then we did checking and we looked into it. We found out that, yes, we could all get jobs doing movie reviews, just writing on like IMDb, our little review, and in and, and a few other sites, you know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, because, you know, swag public opinion. And um, we could be paid for that. Not a lot of money, but I mean, you know, but the minimum is free, free Netflix, free Amazon movie. You know what I mean? You get all free stuff. I, we didn't realize there were these careers where people just live every day their entire career is reviewing movies. Again, top stars for the indie, for the uh, studios and shit upon the indies. And that's, called softening up the battlefield. Also, if, if you're being backed more by Universal or by Netflix, whoever your benefactor is, you're going to go after the other guy's movies too. You're going you're to want to soften up the battlefield for that new movie they have coming because it's all based on public opinion. And so if people, and also the other thing, if people don't like you personally, there's something you've done that pisses them off, then they'll line up to try to trash you, you know, because it's all anonymous. They don't get in trouble. So they can just trash you because they don't like you, and so some person, or they don't like the Zeff report. So they decided, you know, and and uh, you know, I had one guy like stalking us, and um, you know, he he kept wanting to write on the our page on on Facebook, you know, how how awful it was. He wanted us to really realize how terrible, how awful the movie was. Of course, we don't take that, you know, we don't take anything seriously like that, but. You know, and then we, you know, then he was like, you know, we decided we don't want to have a rating system on Facebook. That's just for making announcements. That's There's plenty of places you can review it. And then he attacked our producer, Loris, poor guy. And, and Loris said, you know, he's he's produced 75 films. Our producer very much a senior producer, okay? So he really knows what he's doing. And he said, I've never seen anything like this this kind of hatred. 
and he said that this guy reminded him more of a of a a, mur- a stalker, like a psychopathic murderer stalker, than an actual reviewer. Like he was seeking him out, he was start writing him emails, like you people are fascist, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, you're so that movie is sick and depraved. And whoever made it, sick, depraved, awful, terrible. So it really got him. Obviously, he was triggered. Anyway, no, I mean, it's it's like, gosh, you know, are they going to kill you if they don't like, has it gotten to that point where we've gotten violent now? Thinking back to the content of the movie, there's nothing really in there that, you know, it's very, to me, it's very, we turn it on, you know, I haven't, I try not to watch it, so it's, I'm used to it, but when I watch it, it's just, it's just basically a movie, it goes by very quickly, and you have to kind of pay attention, it really sucks you in, and it's quite a tale, and then it ends. It's nothing, I mean, it's not like, you know, let's go shoot the people that made it. You know what I mean? That's not, you know, I, I don't know where that, but it seems to really trigger, especially people on the woke side of things or the left, okay? it. I guess it really triggers some people to, to, the, to where they're wanting to report it to the, to the woke council of, of, of the Jedi Federation or something, you know? <laughs> oh man so you learn about that and you know they've done the same thing with like if if you're considered you know a say a conservative then you're a racist if you write a book and that book goes out on this happened to me with books uh, then they jump on you for your political views and they trash your book down to one star I mean they do this Cancel culture. That's what it. That's what we're dealing with. That's what you're. That's where all the dis. Because they can sit back behind their, you know, their monitors and their keyboards anonymously with no consequences. So they can just let it rip. You know, just ruining people's lives. Anyway, we've had uh, you know a lot more good than bad though. For people that really, really got it, that really articulated. So somebody articulated some points I hadn't considered before. Because whenever I watch it, I get something different. In fact, some guy watched it five times in a row. He said he got something different out of it each time. You know, regarding, you know, trying to, and he came up with his own theory about how Lorian thought she was, had a boyfriend and a life. It turned out she had none of those things, that she had been a program. Then she had been a clone. And she was grappling with that. You know, then she said she can't be programmed. And then he had an explanation for that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we might have, you know, I don't know how the story got that crazy, but I mean, it did. It, but it was carefully done. So I don't think there was a, you know, like a willy-nilly kind of, you know, like an error of omission type mistake. I mean, the it, it you know, you could be programmed to think this is the world you live in. And these are your, those are your parents, and that's your way, you know, how'd I get this house? How'd I get this wife? That thing, kind of thing. Then wake up one day to find out that it's all fake. And that's what happened to her. As they gave her more drugs, they kept trying to program her. It basically opened her up to the truth. It had the opposite effect. So that's my take on it. Yours may vary, but one thing for sure is Girl Next is not going away anytime soon. It's, you know, I was... Uh, I look back on society that we did, and I've, I realized on, we looked at the wiki on it. Realized that 
if there's not much of me there, it's almost like the director sort of buried the fact that I, I was the one that actually originated it. Without me, there would be no origination. There would have been no project. I hope that people understand, people don't understand that, but we have to make them understand that. But still, you go back there and you go, well, it's bad acting. And I would say that's true. There's some bad acting, not not great directing. There's a lot of, you know, but what there is, there is what survived of the screenplay, which was a very uh, layered and intense, kind of like a Rosemary's Baby type of thriller. And what it, what, it, what it ended up with was something very outrageous that stood the test of time just because of its... Uh, outrageousness with um, you know with rubbery effects and that seemed to get the message across without being literal and gross about it so I you know I was there I I helped adapt uh, the uh, story to that other than that the story is about the same you know as the original screenplay for the exception of that part but everybody wants credit when it's a hit you know we Rick and I Rick my partner writing partner and I we never really defended ourselves. So you see, we got pushed to the back. Like, eventually, like, we didn't have anything, even though we're listed as the writers, we had nothing to do with it. It was all the director, you know? And um, I don't blame him, because after he did that, then he had a string of, like, not so good. You know I mean? Nothing ever really was as popped like that did. And he did, you know, he, his directing improved, he did a bunch of movies in Spain and everything, but none of them ever really, you know, became that kind of hit that that he had as a uh, as a first time director at that point. Yeah, well, Rick used to call that the curse of society. You know that there's just something about society; it just keeps persisting. The project, the movie, the screenplay, whatever. It just keeps persisting. I mean, it's it just keeps on. <clears throat> and you know why I think that is? Because when I wrote it, even the first draft, something went into it. Something very strong. You know, I used to hide it in the drawer. I don't know why. I didn't know why at the time. It took me even decades after that to actually wake up and understand that I was recounting something that actually happened. Yeah, well, it's a long story, but you'll get it some at some point soon. We'll be doing something about it and you know, you'll you'll get the story of how that thing came to be. It's really it's really a, a great um expose into mind control and psychiatric mind control and, and how much power that uh, the the controllers could actually have over you by using drugs, repetition, and different aspects of trauma-based control, they can shape you into thinking, well, that never happened before. When I was writing society, I was just writing fiction. Nothing like that ever really happened. There was no people at the house. Nothing, you know, there was no trick going on. I wasn't tricked into the asylum. Nothing happened. And because of the fear that if it's true then all of society is in on it. Not just a part over here, not just a part over there, but Toto. And if that's true, 
Most people couldn't handle that. They would flip out, probably kill themselves. But it is true. It is everything, everywhere, all the time. I'm not saying there aren't good people out there. There's Every once in a while, I meet one. Every once in a while. Every so often in seeing hundreds and thousands of people, every once in a while, out of that hundreds and thousands, one pops up. <laughs> right? What? Right? Yes? Is there an echo in here? You too, huh? You notice that? Then you just have a kinship with that person. Like, it's, you, know, you can't explain it. You can tell, you, maybe you never met him. You just talked to him on the phone. But there was a, a kinship there. You just had a, you know, and then, and then maybe over the years, you just kind of like got along with that person. And, you know, you didn't really push it. You didn't have a lot of social interaction. But it was just like, you know, somebody you could relate to and they could relate to you. And, you know, you kind of felt like, yeah, they had your back and you had their back. And, you know, you know that's, that's kind of um, what ends up happening. You know, birds of a feather, I suppose. The people that are, you know, God chose... Okay. Um, he he chose people that were absolutely shipwrecked and you know left for dead and chided and wrote off as losers and you know ne'er do wells and and he chose people like that. Us, you know, and then he. Then he, you know, gave us something to do and, you know, sort of rehabilitated us and realized, hey, if the Lord wants us to be successful in the world, he will make a place. We don't ask the world for anything. They'll never give it anyway. But our Lord and Savior, he will make a path where there is no path. He will make a way where there is no way. And always... And he will protect us, you know, from all kinds of things. And circumstances show when they're manipulated a certain way that we've been protected. You can look back and you can see how many times you have personally been protected by this wonderful Lord who created everything, including all the naysayers, whom he knew would be naysayers. But he did this to teach us he created the naysayers to teach us, you know, to 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 help, because uh, he can't tell us what to choose, you know, but he can create circumstances where you would say, you know what, I would never choose that. I choose you, Lord. He scares us into choosing him, but of course, fear of the Lord is the beginning of the wisdom. A lot of people are scared, but they don't choose the Lord. I didn't really choose the Lord. The Lord chose me that night. You know, I asked him, are you there? And he was there. It's real. That's, you say, well, how can you live? I live off the, 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 the body and blood of Christ. I don't have to actually eat flesh and drink blood like the Satanists do. Oh, 
They eat flesh. Of course they eat flesh. Of course they drink blood in their sacraments. Of course they have to have bloodletting all over the world. Of course they have to have all this depopulation. Everything that's a nightmare, inverted, bad, bad for human, bad for people, a cesspool, a toilet, a sewer, ruining everything, ruining the environment, ruining the sky, ruining the planets, ruining all of it. You know, like this whole climate thing with, you know, dimming the sun and all that stuff, ruining all of it. He's not doing that for humans to thrive. As Gates does that kind of stuff with the sun, what happens? Crops fail. Right? Crops need, you know, an environment. You mess with the environment enough, they fail. Then you take the politicians in your pocket and you have them blame the regular people for the climate change that you yourself caused. Or you blame the people for the COVID-19 that you yourself developed in the lab in North Carolina and then Wuhan. Then you launch the virus and you blame Donald Trump. And then you go ahead and be, appear as a savior. And all these dumb fucks go, oh, yes, Dr. Fauci. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And then he injects you with all of his poison. And then you die. Yes, Dr. Fauci. Oh, I'm dying. I'll do it again, Dr. Fauci. I just want you to give me a gold star, please, Dr. Fauci. And that is how stupid the Anna Navarros are and the Joy Behars and the, you know, the, the various other talk show hosts. I'm just trying to think of some of the other ones, the stupid people on Fox, too, that say they're conservatives, but they're, they keep they keep pushing this idea that the more you get jabbed, the more you get the boot, the, the healthier you are. And then when people talk about vitamin C, they say they, well, they should curtail it. Vitamin D, they should curtail it. My God, folks. You know, the idea of... Yeah, at one point, they did try to block vitamins. You know, every once in a while it comes up, they blocked chaparral tea. The FBI came in there with machine guns and took the chaparral tea off the shelves at gunpoint. This is what we're dealing with. You know, this is the... And who are the people that do such a thing as that? They have to belong to Satan. How, how else? I mean, nobody would behave that way. Nobody would take orders to take machine guns into a peaceful health food store. Nobody. Believe me. No God-fearing person would ever, you know, subject themselves to that. So it's got to be the opposite. Anyway, here's the good news. I know you love to hear this. They lose because they already lost. The Klingon suit will not prevail. The little uh, shyster, you know, uh, little Joseph Mengele, you know, yes, he will get his tolls of millions of people dead probably, but they will all be in his camp. In other words, they wouldn't be us. They'd be them. See, that's where I think they screwed up. That's why I think Biden's freaked out. Or Biden's team. Biden, there is no Biden, right? You have to get used to understanding there is no Biden. He's just a product of the drugs they inject him with, just like Hillary. You know, he's, he's a robot. But the people behind him never thought they would give the jab to people that were like-minded as them politically. In other words, they would get rid of opposition that we would have. 
they would, in, in essence, you know what I mean, shoot themselves in the foot. I mean, here they are killing their own people. Because I would say that, you know, liberals, Democrats, left-wingers, whatever, they are a certain people, right? They all have a, you know, kind of a... Well, all the ones I've known have kind of had, you know, a philosophy of, 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 of conforming to the state. Could I put it that way? And then that could cover a broad swath of people without being pejorative or, or you know, or judgmental, Right? That that the, the the people that really agree with the jab are the people that agree with the state and with the government. When the government tells them something, they believe it. That group of people, they vote a certain way. Yes, they believe the government is the solution to everything, right? So they vote for more government, and so you know who they are. Those seem to be the ones that are doing the you know dying these days. And and I know it's a heinous thing to think that millions are going to die now. Isn't that awful? And they're dying because of the jabs. Isn't that awful? It's a really horrible thing to think, but all I can tell you is that those who stay close to the Lord realize the whole thing is a spiritual battle, that only the Satanists, you know, who know they're Satanists, who are self-aware Satanists, and the, you know, Christians, real ones, who are also self-aware. The middle part, even though they're dying, they're not self-aware. The Christians and the Satanists are. Um, you know, anybody left kind of in the middle that has no real belief system, no real, no real thought about what's real, what's not, they're kind of, in a way, left behind in a sense that they're... Um, they're kind of dull and they're sort of, you know, they, they function as robots, but their utility has worn out. You know, they, they, they uh, probably won't be put to work doing anything. They're just going to, you know, see if they can get rid of them. Anyway, I'm up on it now. I mean, I see, I've always said, you know, it's funny. In my own family, as screwed up as they were and as satanic as they could possibly be, you know, they still told me, you know, they they out there, the minions out there that want to overthrow the country, overthrow everything in the world. He said, they're out there and they, they hate you. And so this would be the collectivists. They hate all of us who are not in that same cult. No, they had no problem killing back in the days of Stalin, back in the days of, of you know, the Cultural Revolution in, in uh, China. They have no problem with people, you know, people killing Bolsheviks, killing all the farmers across Russia. They got no problem. No problem. They feel they kill enough people, they, they, they retrain a few people, and then they have the, the world the way they want it. But they will lose. And lose they will. Why? Because the human spirit is still the spirit that is incomplete without the living God. Satan doesn't complete anybody. And, uh, you know, when you're complete, that means you're hooked up to the most powerful energy source in the world. You don't have to go let blood and drink it. 
You don't have to you know, dismember babies and eat them. You don't have to do any of those things. You don't have to kill your enemies surreptitiously, but then get credit for it so that you get to move up in society. You don't have any kind of system that works that way because you are connected to the Most High God. You are, are, are directly uh, not just connected, but one with the power source of all things. Of everything that's created, you are the power behind it all. So you see, they can't hold a candle to you because they're not source. They have derived source. They have to derive their energy. They have to do sacrifices. They have to do these awful things in order to have source. You are source. That's why they lose. Now that's that's the best I can do right there. Best I can do right there. So uh, I'm not going to say any more words because I think that's I don't think I can top that one. I don't think I can top that last sentence, right? But it's true. You are the source because you see there's no separation between you and I am. I mean, there is and there isn't, isn't there? The only thing that separates you is free will, but then you choose the lamb. You choose God. You choose the source. You are the power then. If there's no difference, then you are I am. And in that context, you've already won. If there's if there's a there there isn't even a contest. It's a delusion, i.e., Satan's in charge. That's a delusionary statement. This is Satan's world. That's a delusionary statement. Satan wins for a time, but then we win. No, Satan never wins. Satan is always. Um, through what the Satan is always separated, which means illusional. Satanica is illusional. There is no Satanica like America, like the world is Satanica. That's no such thing. That's an illusion. Satan rules nothing. Nothing. It's the belief and the faith in the delusion that yields results. They could call that magic, but that's not source. You know, the biggest thorn in their side is seeing these meek little lambs somehow succeed. It just, no, no, not not moving and shaking the earth, but just somehow succeed. Trish, yeah. Here, get this guy, will you? Okay. I don't know what this is. Oh. Here, on the floor, yeah. right here. Let me get the room. Uh, too late. It's about about done. Too late, Trish. I think it's just a...
Okay, it's just a bug. Okay, well, yeah, put him outside where he'll be happy. Eli will eat him. <laughs> anyway, um, they, they, yeah, and that's a technicality because when you look around, you see, well, they have the armies. They have the soldiers going around beating people's heads in in Australia. They got the, they got the people. Yeah, yeah. He said that those are not the local uh, military. Uh, no, they're police. they're Soros. It's like mercenaries. Right, outside. right. That's what uh, we know. That yes, another thing to be said. Yeah, the the guys beating heads in um, in um, Australia are mercenaries, meaning they're thugs, they're criminals, handpicked for this job. The people that you need to get. Let me talk to Australia for a second. Listen. You guys have to, you know, put a new government in. I know we do too. I know. So does Europe. So does Canada. But really, you do. And I mean, there's no more, right? There's no more. And the people, the thing that's holding everyone back, including us here, is all the sheep that you've got who line up for the PCR. Who are these people? You need to really browbeat them and wake them up. They need to understand that they are the problem now. They're allowing, they're making all that happen. All that pain is from the sheep. They're lining up for their own slaughter. You almost need to take a bullhorn and put it in their face. You really do. Because they wheel these people down the hall who are, got convulsions from the shot, and then they stay in line to get theirs. You have got to do something about that because, see, all those compliant people are your destruction. Here, I don't know what we could do here. I mean, New Mexico, it looks to me like the goal is just get rid of everybody, you know, just kill them all. And I don't want to see that happen. I mean, you're, you're a big people, Australia, you know. You gave up your guns, though, when we said we told you don't do that. And then they took your guns, and then it's like, well, a couple of decades later, look what happened. You know, but okay, so I got a letter from uh, our friend Tass, you know, from Australia. He said, people are giving up, losing hope. And what I could tell you is, you don't ever lose hope in God. Losing hope is because they're making it look like it's a big deal. They psyop you, they gaslight you, and that's how it gives you, you know, but your hope doesn't come from them. It comes from the Lord. So there should always be hope. But please, please, please do us a favor. When you get these guys in custody, your prime minister, your other people, however you call it, president, prime minister, whatever, and your, your bureaucrats, because a lot of them have to pay for what they've done, please put them under uh, the... Uh, tribunal under under military law please put them under um, uh the nuremberg uh, uh the 10 points nuremberg has 10 levels of scrutiny in terms of a trial please put them under the nuremberg trials okay and then adjudicate officially and i mean if if you don't execute them you know life in prison whatever but i mean they need to be in prison and they need to be there for life and that needs to never, ever happen again, what happened there. 
And again, my theory has always been from the, that I was a little kid when I came up with this. And it was that you cannot ever, 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 ever have communists in government. You just, people, folks in America, we pretty much lost America because we allowed communists in government, should never have been done. And then they scream equality and racism, and they're such great Americans. They're not Americans. They're basically revolutionaries, and they're insurgents with the idea of overthrowing the government. That's the whole point. And then America probably has fallen. I'm just waiting for the flags to come down. But there's no point in taking America back if you allow communists in government, because it will just happen again. There is no point in having communists in government other than, it's like saying, okay, we'll let terrorists run for office. Instead of calling them communists, let's call them terrorists. They're all terrorists anyway. They're eco-terrorists, right? They're terrorists. Okay, so you should never have terrorists running your government because they will put you in chains. They will put good people, good patriotic people, people that pay their taxes and they care about each other and they follow the laws and they, you know, educate their children and they basically, you know, are a, a, a benefit to society. Those are the people that end up losing when communists take over. The bad people, the criminals, they let out of jail, right? Uh, they recruit them as thugs and they put the good people in jail and beat them down and beat them into submission. That's backwards. That's Satanist. Those are Satanists. All communists are Satanists. And now they're showing you that they just tricked you. They said, no, I'm, I'm an atheist. No, they're all Satanists. Now, they want to put you in prison and they want to shut you up and they want to have a world where just them gets to do whatever they want. Steal your money, steal your taxpayer money, steal everything you've got, steal your houses, replace you, and then live it up until they trash it all because they don't build anything. Satanists do not build. They can hire people to build. They didn't build the cities. They don't build cities. They don't build anything. Satanists are hedonist, decadent. They don't have a work ethic. Lazy. Klaus Schwab looks very lazy in his Klingon outfit. So I assure you, that if you have a policy of no Satanists and no terrorists in office, you will succeed in building a new Australia. If you allow Satanists and, and, and terrorists and communists and that kind of thing in, and, and mercenaries and, and jailbirds and things like that in office, you will have an inverted country where the good are, you know, suffering at the hands of the wicked who run everything, and who own it. You will have Venezuela. Criminals run it, and the people are just downtrodden, beaten down, millions of them, nowhere to go, no money, no food, nothing. They don't care. Kim Jong-un, or ill, or whatever, he doesn't care. If all his people are, you know, they're diminutive in size because they don't get the right amount of protein, they'll they'll keep them malnourished on purpose. They they don't care. They they will 
have food stores and they will, they will hide them. They will have medicine stores and they'll hide the medicine. They'll restrict the Regeneron so you don't get any because you're not obeying. That's a hardcore criminal communist. You should never have allowed Biden to be in office ever. His criminal charges should have prevented that. But because he's a terrorist, he's a criminal, he's a communist, he is an America hater, he wants it overthrown, he wants to run it, he's a dictator, he's all those things. He should have never been there even running. The proof of that is Hunter Biden, who is a complete total criminal, 100%, you know, you debauch criminal, mansions, hookers, fast cars, wrecks it all, needs lots of money, blows through hundreds of millions of dollars a year just on his own personal, uh, you, you know, lust. And, it, you know, if, if that were, you know, why is that tolerated? And let's look at the Hollywood left. What do they want for a society? Well, the way things are going now, this is what they want. So you see, when people want the inversion of society and say, because it's racist, to have it the other way, then you realize that you've got about two seconds to live. They will kill the good people. They will exhort the bad people. Just like Ezekiel 13, the souls that should not live flourish, and the souls that should die live. I'm sorry, the souls that should not live because, you know, they're evil. You know, they live, they thrive. The souls that should live die. That's the way it was in Jerusalem from the beginning. They scream for Barabbas. They want the inversion so as long as those kind of people are there, worshiping all your golden calves, wanting to take everything you have because they don't want to build anything, they just want to take over. You can't let people like that, you know, psychopaths, you can't let people like that in, in government, especially people that have no empathy for anyone else. Oh, they'll all say it. Oh, it's systemic racism to not love the immigrants. And to not call it for what it is, not immigrants, invaders, terrorists, by a terrorist president with the idea of enslaving the entire of America and lauding and, and promoting people that just wandered in here with, 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 uh, with the idea of overthrowing the country in mind, because that's what Biden wants to do. Well, now there is no Biden, I suppose. You know, the, the group behind Biden, the, you know, the globalists, the Soroses, the, you know, they want an international world order and uh, they're using Biden to get it. And it will be cemented in place if people don't do anything. If good people continue to be lackadaisical and to be sheep, and to to look the other way. I mean, wait till they start, you know, having sex with your wives or your children. Or just come take your children, traffic them, 
and you know, and they order you to stand aside so I can have sex with your wife, and they gangbang her. And if you say anything, they punch you in the face with a rifle butt. Do you understand? I never wanted to see you go through that kind of hell, ever. Because I knew about it at a very young age. And I never wanted to see anybody go through that. But here it is. Is this enough finally, though? Are we ready to... We realize it can't be resolved peacefully, right? Is there anybody out there that actually believes this could just kind of go away? Anybody that believes I'm going to win the midterms? That'll be the dawn of a new day. Anyone believe after this that you could just look the other way on the communists and they'll be fine? That you could just elect the people you like and then everything will be fine? No, because the communists will never let that happen. They'll cheat again. Even bigger next time. Because in 2018, they were allowed to do it at the midterms. They cheated. 2020, they completely cheated and threw the election. They, they, they stole the election. 2022, they will steal the entire midterm. Unless something is done. Will something be done? So far, nothing is done. Nothing will be done. And nothing is planned to be done. Right. Now what happens? Okay, yeah, they've they've proven that the Maricopa County was stolen. Fox News was in on the steal. Uh, they've proven it was way w- right. How how many uh, excess votes were there for Trump? Right, so you've got like, you know, I don't know, 50,000 votes, you know, just a big ton of votes for Trump, who won Arizona easily, you know, with no problem. And then they they stole it by using Fox News to gaslight the public. So next time you think about Brett Baer and, and that Martha McCallum, those other assholes over there, the next time you think about them, just look at them, lock, stock, and barrel sellouts, Total slaves and absolute assholes. Okay, traitors. They knew Fox News full well that that it was rigged, and that's why they called it early. Because they knew. All those guys know. All those talk show hosts, that's all they are. They're just talking heads. They all knew. They knew exactly what they were doing. They were rigging it against Trump. And they were lying to the public and they didn't fucking care. So here we go. Trump legitimately wins, proves it finally. And nothing happens. Because there is no power. Because they have all the guns. That's why nothing happens. If there was a revolutionary force or some kind of force to take back the country, anything, uh, these, these 
audits would be meaningful. But who's going to make Biden leave office and everybody that's entrenched? Who's going to make the Congress, you know, uh, who's going who's to uh, make the Congress make laws that if you can prove that you want, who's going to make the Supreme Court obey the law? They don't obey the law. So who's going who's gonna to come in and say, you know what, he won fair and square, so he gets that state. Let's look at the others. Looks like they cheated there too. Nobody in government's going to go along with that. They're going to act like nothing happened. Trump's crazy. Everybody involved in it is an evil, you know, racist, right-winger, uh, bigot, asshole, you know, capitalist, uh, you, you know, enslaver of colored people or whatever it is. Whatever it is. And so they're going to laugh about it on mainstream news. They're going to say, isn't that cute? Trump proved he won. Of course, we know he didn't. So they'll just double down on the lie that Trump lost, and he needs to accept it, even if it's now proven beyond all shadow of doubt that he won Arizona. They will make you lie or you'll be cut out of society. Worse than Kafka. But anyway, my prediction, the Z prediction for the for the uh for the for this period, nothing will happen when they prove that Trump definitively won except this. Trump will then have bragging rights. He'll be able to really go to these rallies and say I won, and I, I really won, and it's been doubled down proven won. And the only reason we don't have a, 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 you know, a correction here is because we lost the country. We lost the country. That's why we don't have a correction. The communists took over the country. That's why we don't have a correction. So, well, they're socialists. Okay, the communist, socialist, atheist, leftist, Democrat Party, whatever, uh, overthrew the country for themselves. We only have a one-party system now. The country was overthrown, lost. Not just the election, but the country was lost. Trump lost the country, not the election. Part of that is Trump's fault, though, too. Well, fault, I mean, blame. He, he's not a savvy politician. He never thought in a million years stuff like this would happen to him. Believe me. He, he had no idea he was being played with the, uh, with the, uh, you, you know, the, the warp speed vaccines. He had no idea that he was being played. No idea that Fauci was playing him like a fiddle. Because his mind can't wrap around something like people would be that evil especially the idea that they're using it as a depopulation weapon. He could never agree to that. He could never finally think about that that way. If he would, it would be a miracle, but I just don't see it. I see him going, I saved millions of people. Huh. Nope, got millions of people killed is more like it. So no, I can't really support, I mean, sure, I'd love to have a policy of America, blah, 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 but right now, um, unless there are some things done, you don't ha you won't have an America just by winning an election. No, America is really more of an idea. You know, the idea of freedom, the idea of 
you know, the, the, the rights flow from our creator. Now, we got to call on the creator to rectify this situation. Got to call on the Lord in Jesus' name to rectify this situation in, in the world. That God would give, you know, unction to the truth and to the remnant and to those that, that know his name, that praise him, that understand that everything came from somewhere. Nothing just popped up on its own. Any idiot can see that. But they, they obfuscate, they, they prevaricate, they, they, they have you know, double-edged tongues. They know how to make something right before your face seem like an illusion through their language because they have wicked tongues. You can't let Satanists rule your world because they will try to overthrow it. Any good Satanist will get into office and try to overthrow the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, all that stuff. As racist. Should have never founded America. I mean, I've, I've met so many dumb young people. This Generation Z seems to have lost a few IQ points. I mean, you know, they, they think that pulling down the statues and all this commie stooge stuff is going to make their world better. And they don't realize they've been played. I, I, it's, I can repeat this time blue in the face. They don't believe me. They've been played by very wealthy, uh, by we- very wealthy people. Have you know, pulled all the youth together, propagandized them, trained them, and played them. And um, the funny thing is, a lot of them are getting the jabs. And having problems. Well, there are still people alive after the jab after a few months, but like I say, it's going to take a couple, three years. Is it true that there, there are going to be complications and early death? I don't know. But if you're talking replacement, maybe, you know, that's logical. But I do see them setting up for replacement. They're not done yet, folks. They're just getting started. And um, it's going to take a miracle for us to get out of this mess. I think we all need to dedicate ourselves to the Lord and try to be as accurate as possible. Accuracy above anything else. To be accurate and blameless. At the same time, your head is not a battering ram. You are not to be walked over. You are not to be harmed because you stand up for the right thing. You want freedom back. Well, you're not to be harmed if you uh, tell Australia that you're going to arrest the evil government and you're going to put in, you know, you're going to have new elections and put in, you know, patriotic people that are going to be for Australia, that are going to be for the people. You know, by the people and for the people is how Australia should be run, and people should be left alone to pursue their own businesses and, and ideas and, and everything else, you know, that Australia has been known for, that people should be free to follow their dreams, desires, and whatnot. You know, free. Only people that want to enslaved like that and stop people from living 
are people that have nothing to contribute anyway. They just want to control, but they never created anything in their life. They've never met a payroll. They never had a business. They never took a risk. They just suck off the people, and the people have to shuck it off. Shuck it off, or they'll kill you. Shuck it off if you want to live. All right.